Luke Walton Talks Lakers is presented by Big Baller Brand. LeVar spoke Lonzo to the Lakers into existence, and now we're speaking this sponsorship into existence. Big Baller Brand, stay in your lane. Big Baller Brands is not affiliated with Luke Walton Talks Lakers, nor is Luke Theodore Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, to be conflated with Luke Francis Walton, co-host of the show and member of the band Fond. This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, John? Not much, man. It's uh, it's we're getting really close to the season. We're like a month away, and I really can't wait. Dude, me either. I'm I'm listening to so many like various like NBA and Lakers pods right now because I'm I'm just like thirsting for content, and none of them have anything to say to me. I'm just so ready to not care about football again. Like the yeah. right, like like Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Fitz Magic is like the best story in the NFL right now. And mm-hmm. we'll get one story like that out of an NFL season, and we will get one of those a week out of the NBA season. Exactly. It's just so much more entertaining. I, I really can't wait. And and uh the players actually have power in the NBA. Like they're they're allowed to be people. Uh, they, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, and and they don't they don't uh, chip away at each other. I don't know right, if you noticed that, that but in, in the NFL, people will like point at other people and be mad about how much money they're getting. In the NBA, yeah. people people look at people who make a lot of money and say like that guy's a trailblazer. Right. I'm happy he's getting paid. <laughs> right. Right. right, like the the ownership group has managed, to, or they've met the union and the players have managed to not get twisted by the ownership group into you yeah. know self harming themselves. Oh, it's a con- totally a control tactic. You know, if the players are cutting each other down, then like then the owners don't get looked at. Yeah. So I'm just very excited for the better league to start. Me too. Yes. The best sport in America. (laughs) Nay, the world. (laughs) I want to thank all of our followers. Uh, We know it's kind of the slowest time in the basketball year, but we actually have a few things to talk about, unlike some of the other podcasts that I've been (laughs) listening to, um, that should be pretty fun. Like, uh, So so stick around and let's see if I live up to that. Um, Please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you choose to get your pods, RSS feed if you're old school. Uh, If you're enjoying the pod, please share with your friends and please comment and follow us on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com let's get into it let's do it so we're gonna do uh, a, a round of in or out a uh, little different flavor of this today though uh, cool. i'm gonna say some things i'm not asking if you're in or out on them happening i'm asking if you're in or out on the rumor like being legit Okay. Right. Do you want to roll, th- you want to roll th- through these really fast and then discuss them later, or should we? Yeah, let's okay, let's cool. burn through them quick, and then I think uh, I think we'll we'll chat afterwards. So, first one, uh, <laughs> the the rumor that Kevin Durant is planning to come to the Lakers, like kind of a la how LeBron was doing uh, last year. You shared a tweet with me about someone scooping this yesterday. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. You? I'm I'm out. I, I'm not <laughs> I, again. It's not that I don't think it's gonna happen. I just think like that guy's name was like Scoop Be Real or something like that. I it's not a not a trusted source. <laughs> yeah. He was verified though. Um, 
<laughs> it is Scoop B. Scoop B. <laughs> Brandon Robinson. Okay. I mean, that, 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 sound, that sounds like a real Didn't he play thing. for the Lakers a couple years ago? <laughs> Not this guy. <laughs> Thomas Robinson played for the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Robinson. Um, all right, next one. I liked him. Rumors liked him. that Kawhi doesn't want to play uh, for the Lakers with LeBron, but that he'd rather go play for the Clippers. <laughs> We're going to move to Seattle? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Maybe, they're gonna may- they're gonna build an arena in Inglewood. That's the that's the new plan. Oh, really? Inglewood. They want to build next to the Forum. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh jeez! I mean, you know what? Like, I wouldn't put anything past Jerry West. I would put everything past the Clippers, but I wouldn't put anything past Jerry West. I mean, they want to get out of the shadow of the banners, and they're gonna go build in the shadow of hallowed ground with the forum right. like come right. come on guys you know what are they gonna have like the clipper club in the basement of uh clipper arena okay, give me a break um i also don't don't buy this yeah uh i think there's just gonna be a lot of these stories for the next year how about this one there uh there are rumors that anthony davis is considering signing with clutch sports and uh the story is that if he does that it's a signal that he's intending to come to the Lakers at some point. I wish, but I don't buy that one either. So unfortunately, I, I will, I think? will, I will buy this yeah? one. Okay, I think great, that this great. clutch thing is real. And yeah. I'm reminded of the KCP uh, yes. press conference uh-huh. where uh, Rob Palinka thanked two people. Mm. He thanked God and he thanked Rich Paul. Mm-mm. And it was, he said it was like coming, it was like the Israelites oh leaving the God. desert after 40 years. <laughs> and at the time with KCP, we were like, wow, that's, that's a little bit of exaggeration there. <laughs> but now that LeBron is here and maybe some other future yeah, clutch okay. signed players, maybe okay. that's not such an exaggeration after all. So I, I think that, I think there might be something to this. And, and there's, there's talks that uh, Kuz is going to sign with clutch. Yeah. I, I want to okay okay I want to I want to I want to dig deeper into all of these actually so let's let's okay let's. Uh, last one uh, LeBron getting a jump on training camp by playing lots of two K hilarious <laughs> I don't think it's gonna help but I think it definitely happened I mean he is like regularly posting Insta stories <laughs> where he like shouts out his real life teammates for things that their in game avatars are doing. <laughs> Is is this a league violation? <laughs> or or is he setting himself up for disappointment? He's like, yeah, I hit that three, Lonzo. <laughs> I don't know, man. We're going to talk about 2K rankings. I don't know if Lonzo's three-point shooting is very good. Yeah. Well, hey, have, you, have you noticed, uh, just to deviate a little bit from our, our uh, stream here, uh, have you noticed that Lonzo changed his jumper slightly? Yeah. He doesn't like cross his body in the same way. Exactly, you know, slightly quicker and higher release. Yeah, yeah, definitely looks a little better. I, I'm curious to see if anything like that translates. I know a lot of people kind of are like, it looks like the same shot, and it's like, yeah, it does. Like, you don't want him to fundamentally change everything. Um, yeah, I mean, those small tweaks can make a big difference. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. looking at, like, elite shooters, the difference between their shots, it's it's not seconds, it's milliseconds. Um, right, right, and that's what makes Steph Curry greatest shooter of all time. Yes, yes. Um, all right, so we're going to jump into these. So let's kind of talk about some of these rumors. So this is just open time, like topics oh, yeah. of conversation, Clay, KD, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, maybe Boogie, um, Clutch Sports, 
like what what's top of mind for you right now? Okay, I want to I want to dig into the KD thing. Okay, because this is this is a like maybe is going to be the stupidest thing I'm ever going to say on the show. Okay, so uh, this I, I've been digging deeper into it. This Brandon Robinson guy, um, apparently, some of what he's saying is being corroborated on Reddit. And some of these like weird like Reddit usernames are the same kind of people that were talking about LeBron to the Lakers back when nobody bought it. Hmm. So, okay, grain of salt. I will say lots of people were talking about LeBron to the Lakers. Right, right. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. But okay, all right. I'll I'll, I'll bite. Uh, uh, one other thing: the reason why people are saying that KD couldn't possibly go to the Lakers is because of the narrative angle. And so, like Ramona Ramona Shelburne, I know this is this is that's so stupid. Ramona Shelburne is talking about Katie and Kawhi as though they're, they're the same person, and they're saying, and she's saying like Kawhi doesn't want to split the spotlight with LeBron. KD has to go to the Knicks in order to preserve his legacy. But let's let's look at what we know about what, KD what right now. What rule book says that? I I know. I, and, and then like, like where, where is Joseph N- Smith NBA with the NBA Book of Mormon that says I've come on down from high and like you have to go to the Nick come on and like top NBA executive concurs and says yes in order to preserve his legacy yeah I bet you, I bet that's a Nick's executive I know I know right come on I mean he's already but proven he doesn't care like he he, he went to the team that he lost against in the in the playoffs like he Exa- clearly exactly. does not care about your narrative he doesn't care, and he's also, I think that if he plays a few things correctly, he could be switched from being a snake into somebody that invigorated players' rights. Yeah. And if he wants that narrative, he goes to the Lakers because he'd be able to t- like win, win a championship with LeBron and then take the, take the mantle, the torch, from the greatest player in the league and then become the greatest player in the league on the greatest team in the league. Well, and LeBron has also navigated that path of going from hero to villain back to hero. Right. And LeBron is the NBA's greatest hype man. So oh, yeah. if if you've got LeBron in your corner saying, you know, like you like to your point, no, KD is it's kind of like we were talking before, right? A trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like if, if he has right. Braun in his corner backing that up, if he gets him on his barbershop show, <laughs> right? Yeah. Saying that kind they're, of thing. They're doing some sort of show swap, man. Like it's uh, K, K, like Katie's producing a show, and like LeBron's the secret guest. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm serious. I actually think, and it's not just that Uber commercial, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is this is a it's a new Kevin Durant production. I'll see if I can find. See, the, he's the got. Name of it. Yeah, he's got to be coming to LA. As soon as you say he's starting <laughs> to do like television or movie production, it's like it's only a matter of time. So here, I, I don't know. I don't know what the show is. All right, here's a, Is that anything else on KD? No, I mean that's pretty much all the smoke that I've been able. To yeah, <laughs> dredge, dredge up. From so my, okay, uh, okay. So one thing on KD, um, yeah. man, I love Clay Thompson, but everybody mm-hmm. out here saying the, that the Lakers should prefer Clay to Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's are ridiculous. fucking crazy. That's ridiculous. It's even so, and, and Kawhi too. So Kawhi too. stupid. Yeah. Like, have they not watched basketball in the last five years? <laughs> I think that's a genuine possibility. They just have not watched yeah. basketball in five years, and they still think that he is, like, missing games because of his foot injury or something. Uh, or they or they think that LeBron is going to be so dominant at 37 
that uh, you want somebody that can just be sidekick. No way, man. Not, not, to, not to hate on Clay Thompson. No, I know what you're saying, but like, I mean, I would love Clay to come, but if you want me to, mm-hmm. to rank order players that I would love to have on the <laughs> Lakers, right? Like, I KD would be the top of that list. I would put him over Anthony Davis. I would Ooh, want him over Anthony Davis. Let me, let me, uh, what about Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler versus Clay. Who would you prefer? Uh, I would want Clay. Yeah. I would want Clay. They're, they're pretty close in my mind, though, personally. Uh, I, I don't know. There's the, there's the angle of do you think Tibbs is going to wear out Jimmy Butler's like longevity? I mean, there's something to that. I think Jimmy's older than Clay. He's going to turn 30 next year. I think he's 29. Yeah. I think he's, I don't, I don't know their ages off the top of my head, but I believe Jimmy's a little older. I think the other thing, though, is just like, Obviously, I think they both bring a lot of the same things in terms of being great two-way players, Uh great defenders, good shooters. Um, Clay is a better shooter. I also think that Clay is just a better like locker room personality Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. team, right? Especially if you have like world, like you know, universe-level superstars on your team. Yeah, you know, I think we've seen now like Jimmy have a little bit of issues with teammates we've seen him have some issues with coaches and and sort of his role on teams and like him kind of having a tough time with carl anthony towns mm-hmm. so again not to say that he's not a great player i would i would happily take him uh yeah but i i think if i had to, to rank order him i would put clay over over jimmy yeah, i feel that and i mean also like the perspective of taking something away from your greatest rival and adding it to your piece like yes like that that hurts and helps so it's kind of a for sure double double plus um <laughs> something interesting is uh, michael thompson clay thompson's dad has been like <laughs> hyping up la which i think is really funny could you imagine like your dad is on the radio like yeah man you should come <laughs> be like <laughs> he said that his his greatest professional moment michael thompson was when he got traded to the lakers <laughs> oh that's <laughs> like, awesome never more thrilled Dude, we need him. We need him in our corner because we can't have Byron Scott taking him on fishing trips. No, man. No, I mean, that could have worked with Paul George, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So I have one more thing on, on Clutch. Yeah. And this is just like fantasy land, me making things up. But could you see a world one day where agents or specific agencies are associated with teams? Not in, a, not in an official capacity. Yeah, but in an unofficial I mean, capacity, right? Where where it becomes like very apparent that if you sign with this agency, it is you signaling your intention to want to play for a certain team. Yes, uh, especially in certain markets. Yeah, like obviously, obviously I don't think that'll like, exist in all markets, but like right. I could totally see there being an agency that dominates Los Angeles, an agency yeah. that dominates New York. Yeah, right. An agency that dominates, you know, Chicago or something like that. I mean, L.A. makes the most sense because you will be like you're attracting elite basketball players just given history like recent history notwithstanding but it's pretty much like every six seven years the lakers are very much in contention if not winning a title and so from the basketball perspective it's not like it's the knicks you know (laughs) (laughs) but also from like the economic entertainment perspective if a uh, agency group had connections, say like Clutch is about to, mm-hmm. with like all of LeBron's like entertainment endeavors, yep. things in Los Angeles. They would know, okay, we, we can get ten percent from this player's endorsement deal going to work for this local brand or whatever that ends up being national, international. So Th- that's exactly what I was going to say. Is is with these guys like 
these agency contracts end up being much more than just their NBA deals. Oh, yeah, totally. You know? Totally. The one thing I'm curious about is, you might have some insight into this, but, like, what's the what's the agency role uh-huh. in terms of, like, equity? So, like, like if, like, Kevin Durant is investing in a ton of companies right now. Yeah. Right? And I know, and he has his, like, business partner, manager, who's separate from his agent. Does his agency have any, do they have any, like, clawback? on any of those business dealings that he's doing? Because players are choosing mm-hmm. equity over endorsements now in certain cases. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, are agents just losing out on that entirely? Uh, no, they're not losing out on it entirely, but I don't think that... Uh, the way that most of these deals are structured, at least as far as I know from my like work with entertainment and agents and stuff like that, is that... Um, if they're like an upper level, like in music, like a manager or something like that, they generally take a percentage of revenue, right. uh, net revenue, okay. rather than uh, any sort of like equity. And then they have a term to the percentage as well as like a sunset clause for after the turn, term, they still get percentages of what you're making in a decreasing way until it goes to zero. Uh, but yeah, there isn't really like a setup where it's like I own you for life or right right I, nothing know, I'm, but, I'm but, but what I mean to, yeah what I mean to say is like is like if you know Steph Curry is is invested in like the company brandless yeah his manager is probably getting some piece of whatever revenue he's receiving revenue. from that or future yeah. revenue he'll receive from it if that person is still managing him yeah under the term yeah okay but but it, it provides a nice like loophole like say for example like Kobe with uh, body armor like Palinka probably was getting a cut of the mm. revenue that Kobe was getting until he was out of the league and the, probably the term was over. Um, he might still be under the sunset clause, though, so he might still right. be getting a cut from being an agent, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, 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 at least with those equity deals, there's like some sort of limitation. And so that can be kind of like a retirement plan, you know? Right. Like you're still getting checks and nobody's taking a cut. That makes sense. Well, outside of it, I would be all for uh, there being a uh, like a, and I don't care if it's clutch or not, but like an LA mm-hmm. agency where like if oh, you yeah. sign with it, it's your way of like signaling to the league, like mm-hmm. I I intend to play on this team, yeah. right? And then you don't even have to take the stage and say I won't play here, uh-huh. right? Or I'm gonna sit out, the, right? It's just it, it's just understood, right? I mean. I, like I could also see it if it was like something like clutch is LA Miami or, you know, like, yeah, 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 for sure. Like they have uh, relationships with uh, one. I mean, there are some, there are some situations like that, that, that mm-hmm. have happened in the past. Um, I'm trying to think of which team, uh, I think it's Portland has, has a little bit of a scenario like that right now mm-hmm. where there is some connection between like management and a certain agency group, not in any official way, but I think right. it's Portland. Um, there are some cases where this is has been very unofficial in certain markets. So mm-hmm. maybe I don't know, maybe we're entering an age where where that'll be sort of a thing with with Clutch and the Lakers for a little bit. Man, we might. It'd be cool. We'd be the beneficiary of it. How would the cap space work if we were going to try to get AD? Would we have to we would have to trade for him, right? Cuz like it, it, by the time his contract is up, we're going to have to hit we're, we'll be past the rookie contract on Ingram and I think Lonzo as well. So Lonzo be uh, Lonzo Koo's heart. Yeah, I mean, I think that if we're bringing in AD, like, I I just don't think there's a way to do it keeping Lonzo Ingram, right. Kuzma heart. 
I, I don't think that it's possible to keep all four of those guys yeah. and LeBron for another couple seasons mm-hmm. and AD's contract. I mean, I mean, we're going to have $38.5 million in cap space next year. So, like, we've, we've, mm-hmm. we've got money to sign him. Um, oh, he's not a free agent next year, but... Um, but because we have cap space that changes trade negotiations, this would be a real pie-in-the-sky thing, but if you have the cap space to absorb a contract, you don't have to match in uh, the trade in terms of contracts. So, like, if we had enough money, like, as we do, to absorb Anthony Davis, this would have to be next season, though, or after the offseason. Yeah. Um, we would have to, you know, trade back interesting young prospects and then we'd be able to absorb the entire contract without having to match salaries. Yeah, I just, out. I don't see a trade happening with the, like, it, yeah, if it's gonna, if it's gonna be a trade, it's gonna be the Celtics. Like, they're the only team with yeah. the real, the real assets to, right. to make something like that happen, I think. That would suck. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be all the more sweeter when we beat them in the finals next year, though, yes. or two years from now yes. or whatever. Two years from now. Two years from now, Lakers, Celtics. Yeah, I'm excited. Here first. Probably. Yeah. I bet a lot of people are saying that right now. <laughs> when when Katie and LeBron and Clay <laughs> lead the Lakers. <laughs> Steph, Steph would be so pissed off. It'd just be him and Draymond. Oh, that'd be, that'd be the worst. And Boogie. And Boogie. He's just having to, to stand in between the two of them and talk them, talk them off ledges all the time. And everybody's talking about how uh, Steve Kerr is the worst player coach of all time. Oh, he'd be gone, <laughs> he'd be, uh, dude. I think Steve Kerr is like such a such a good strategic mind. I think like the minute that that he thinks that the team is not about to be a contender, he's yeah. like, "Oh, my back! <laughs> I gotta I gotta leave. I'm sorry. I'm out." He's gonna like pull an Urban Meyer in Florida and just be like, "Sorry, guys. Health health and personal reasons." I gotta step away from this, and then Mark Jackson will get hired back. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's round up uh, some of the the off season happenings in the last month or so. Uh, Luke, we've got no more dang problem. No dang problem. No dang problem. Um, so just a quick summary. Basically, be- because of the timing, which was perfect, uh, in terms of when we. Uh, waived and stretched him. Uh, we'll carry a $14.3 million cap hit this season, but then we'll only have to stretch $15 million over the next three years. It's only $5 million over the course of the next three years, um, which means that next season the Lakers will have a projected $38.2 million in cap space heading into the offseason, which is coincidentally exactly the amount of money that Kevin Durant is eligible to sign for. Sick. Just saying. Uh, this was all made possible because Luol Deng was willing to give up $7.5 million off of his contract. So thank you, Luol Deng, uh, for giving up $7.5 million. Thank this you. We, thank you. Thank you. This is because we starved him from basketball. <laughs> he went out there in that Africa versus NBA game, and he's like, damn, I forgot how much fun this is. I love this. <laughs> um I respect, like, I really respect him. Like, he loves the game so much. He's, like, most people, most people are lazy enough to be like, I just get to sit on the couch and get millions of dollars. Yeah. You mean I have to give up money to work? (laughs) Right. Hell no. (laughs) 
And and like through, throughout his time uh, on the Lakers, he was a, he was still a locker room presence. He was still helping out young guys. He was helping people with tape. Um, he was a total professional. So like, not many people, like especially the guy that we're about to talk to next, could handle just <laughs> being iced and still be like happy and cool about it as like a locker room guy. For sure, it's it's bizarre that he was a good locker room presence despite playing like three minutes of basketball over the course of two years i mean it just speaks to his character he's yeah. a good yeah. good dude and uh do you think the best. do you think that that he's being brought to the timber pups to actually mm-hmm. help them play basketball or do you think he's being brought there because he's such a good locker room presence <laughs> i think it's mostly the latter but also i think he'll still get some minutes well he'll i mean there'll be minutes, enough but... injuries on that team right exactly that, that they'll need some depth <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be finishing out the final thirty games of the season. <laughs> um, so the other funny news story is that uh, our friend Andrew Bynum is making a comeback. Back, baby. JJ Barea is shaking in his boots. <laughs> have you have you seen the have you seen the video? His, his his like workout videos. Yeah, hustling. He looks good. He does look good. I mean, obviously, you don't put out a workout video where you don't look good. All <laughs> right. Right. But he's like, I mean, he's hitting, he hit like seven or eight threes in a row. Do you remember when he took one mm-hmm. in a game and like, right. and it was right after, uh, it was right after that Drake album came out. And so everyone was like, YOLO. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For Mike Brown. Uh-huh. And he got benched. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> then he decided to like style his hair after Don King. And then he ruined his career playing or going bowling. Going bowling. <laughs> yeah. It, what a trip of a storyline. He was he was another guy just like Odom like second he lo- uh, left the Lakers and Phil Jackson he just yeah couldn't do it. Um uh, that was a precarious team and I don't think at the moment it didn't really feel like it was because it, it felt like such a unit but it was like man the leadership of people like Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant, uh Phil Jackson as well as like the Bus family really took took guys that on another team might not have really looked like starting caliber talent yeah. and really made them look like a seamless unit. Uh, my take on Bynum is that he is trying to drum up NBA like hype so he can go play overseas. Oh, that's interesting. That's a, that's like a good take. I mean, I, I, I do think it's going to be tough for him to get a spot on an NBA roster mm-hmm. just given his, you know, given his background. He looked like he was in really good shape. He looked like Definitely. he leaned down, lost a ton of weight. He was moving really well. He obviously mm-hmm. was very plagued by injury. Uh, yeah which was unfortunate. I mean, we have an open roster spot. I guess, like, what's the harm in offering the veteran, offering him the veteran minimum? Or 10-day, you know? Yeah, just a, a short con. I mean, he, I mean, I guess the thing was he was working out at the UCLA Training Center, mm-hmm. which is not doesn't mean anything. I guess the yeah. team has, like, an open-door policy for former players. It's smart. Oh, it's brilliant. Is that smart? It's brilliant. They're also going to have an open-door policy for anyone signed by Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> so he was working out there which which i think it's smart because i mean they get to take a look at him without actually having to like do an official workout mm-hmm. but i i don't know i hope he i hope he comes back i mean the dude helped us win a championship totally and uh you know i think it was unfortunate to see his career kind of peter out the way it did so yeah i think i think he, that's a good take that he's trying to drum up interest for international games yeah i mean i, I would love to see him uh back in a laker uniform but at the same time, I think that I think that we're gonna keep we're gonna want to keep that roster spot open 
just in case like somebody gets waived yeah the, the season no i I, no, edge, I, I agree i agree i think keeping the spot open at this point is probably the right the right call or or even like a mid-season trade we'd be able to absorb another contract yep so like if if we were able to pull off a trade say for example like a jimmy butler like if he's like really pissed off and we're kind of like feelers are out there we're not going to get another free agent pull off a trade for jimmy butler absorb somebody in the process i don't know no I, I i agree i think the right i think the, the prudent decision is to to not sign <laughs> but, if, but, a, a, but a 10 day would cover both of those bases because like if we gave him a 10 day then it'd be like fun for the fans like do it do it during a stretch where there are like a lot of home games so or just like, like let him play the preseason yeah yeah exactly invite him to camp remember like, that who was that uh that like seven foot four Chinese guy that we signed for the preseason oh, a year or two uh, ago. Uh, is it? I don't want to. I don't want to guess. I, I don't want to just guess. Xi Jinping. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the, that's the general secretary of the Communist yeah. Party. <laughs> <laughs> What's the dude's name? Oh uh, man, yeah. This is this is killing me. I'm not gonna guess. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just guessed the president. <laughs> It's like, what was that American guy that we had? Oh, yeah, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, Xi Yanlian. That guy. Yeah, Yi Yanlian. I mean, we could do what we did with him. <laughs> you know, bring him in for preseason. Yeah. Marvel at how tall he is and then not sign him because he doesn't fit in the modern game. <laughs> Luke, you better get your hands already. Or I'm going to break your nose. <laughs> Do you want to tell the people what's been going on with LeBron in practice? Yeah, totally. Uh, so there's a pretty cool, um, this is one of the best pods that I've listened to in a while. It was just Rob, uh, Luke, and Jeannie uh, Bus just kind of talking to Lakers at the UCLA facilities with... Um, uh, just like kind of ESPN, normal, kind of like back and forth. And uh, Rob dropped this silly little anecdote. Um, according to Rob Polinka, a teammate dropped LeBron's pass the other day. I believe it was under the basket uh, because he didn't expect it. And apparently LeBron said, man, do you like your nose? The player said, yeah. And LeBron said, well, get your hands ready or I'm going to break your nose. Which I'm going to say is like 30% not true. Like I don't. Like, that just sounds like something that's like, yeah, my guys are tough. <laughs> like, it sounds, it sounds like something like... It sounds like something Kobe would say. Yeah, Kobe, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like something Kobe would say. Right. Um, there was a, a, little, a little bit of, like, a Twitter investigation into who the player was. JaVale. Well, the, the leading <laughs> contender was, was uh, Zubats. Zubats. But he, <laughs> he started replying to tweets saying, like, no, I'm playing with the Croatian national oh, team right, right yeah, now. He's not even, he's yeah, not he's even like, I'm not even here. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think it was? Uh, so I'm trying to think of who has been in the facility, right? So, like, okay, yeah. I've seen Rondo in the facility, I've seen Ingram in the facility, I've seen Beasley there. Uh, I've seen Hart there. Uh, who else has been there? Lance has been there. JaVale's been there. I mean, JaVale's like the leading contender, I think. Because I, I don't think he would say something like that to like Beasley or Stevenson. Like, those dudes are kind of scary. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, you threat, I don't know if you're going to threaten 
Lance Stevenson, like right as you're feeling each other out as teammates. So here's my here's well, especially given their their history. Right, exactly. So he, here's my theory. Uh-huh. I think that that and this will move nicely into our next uh, our next segment. I think there's been a player on 2K who keeps dropping or missing his passes. Oh, good. That's and that that player like missed this pass, and then he's been playing so much 2K that in his mind he was like, "You dropped like seven of my passes this week." <laughs> <laughs> when in so fact good. it was one that's so good i think he's starting to blur blur 2k into reality um all right so we do want to talk about the 2k rankings real quick we're not going to linger on these too long because it's annoying when people do that but uh luke do you just want to run us through uh you can either do all of them or just some notable ones yeah i'm gonna leave out travis Ware. Beautiful. lebron james 98 <laughs> uh bi 82 Kuzma, 80, Ball, 79, Rondo, 79, JaVale, 77, KCP, 76, Hart, 76, Stevenson, 76, Beasley, 76, Zubat, 73, Mo 72, Svi Mikhailuk, 70? Really? Really? Do you see what he did? Uh, do you see what he did playing for, uh, I'm forgetting, is, is it Slovenia? No. He's been he's playing uh yeah he, he was right oh yeah he was he, they beat Spain and oh, he and no he, way. And, he, and he like led the Spain, team in scoring Spain is great and he led the team in scoring and when he, they asked him about it he credited summer league he was like summer really? league really helped my like primary ball handling ability yes I really quick hot take uh, I think if we had a nine man lineup. I think Svi is in that lineup. I 100% but come, agree. Come the end of the year. I come 100% the year. agree. I think that he'll get legit rotation minutes. People aren't talking about him. They're talking about Mo Wagner. Like he's going to get legit rotation minutes, and like that's possible. But I don't think he's strong enough. I, if you, I think, I think if you have a decent shot, you're going to see time on this in this lineup. Yeah, absolutely. And he, and Lonzo, he does. Rondo, LeBron, and like he's. Like a lot has been has like been said that uh, Svi doesn't have a huge like wingspan or anything like that. It it's six eight. Yeah, and he's super quick. Like maybe yeah. maybe he won't be able to do this for his whole career, but mm-hmm. he's still young enough that he's got the speed. No, I mean I, like I don't I don't want to play a four or five, but I think he's perfectly sized for two or a yeah, three. Of course, you know, especially a two. Like, yeah, he's huge if he's a shooting guard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 100% with you. I think we could actually see some cool minutes out of Svi. I really hope so. I like him a lot. So, yeah. Obviously there are some numbers in there that I disapprove of. Ronnie 2K. <laughs> so, uh I'll give you mine that that I think are interesting. Yeah. Um I think Javale is way too high. Or I, okay, yeah. I, I guess yeah, I, I guess that. relative to other players, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like the the shine of the Warriors is still like very clearly not worn off on him, <laughs> um, because listing him over KCP, Josh Hart, Lance Stevenson mm-hmm. doesn't really add up to me. Maybe over mm-hmm. Lance, but not over KCP yeah. and Hart right now. Right. Right. Um, I mean, I hope that this is the Javale. McG- I hope we get ranked 77 sixth best player on our team JaVale McGee that'd be pretty cool that would be really cool I'm definitely not expecting it um I think it's interesting given the next rankings we're going to talk about in a second that Kuzma Mm -hmm. has a better rating than Lonzo yeah um I do think it's important to remember that like a lot of these 2k ratings have to do with offense yes 
and you know, I think obviously Kuzma is the more developed player offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also like just basic stats of like wingspan and stuff like that definitely come into play more so on 2k ratings than like actual real people like like isaac bonga like 68 above travis Ware. travis Ware is like played in the nba right knows what's going on is a decent shooter yeah like bonga's like not gonna play this season maybe not next maybe never maybe never he, he might he might end up being really good but he's like the out of everybody on our team, he is the one that you get kind of like stash in well, the G it, League for a while. It's kind of similar with like Caruso and Zubac. Like Caruso played mm-hmm. real NBA minutes last season and like helped us win games. And Zubac was bad last year. <laughs> right? No, Zubac was terrible really, last year. really was like real was regression. unplayable last year. Yeah. So I yeah. think uh, down at the bottom of, of the rankings, I think there's some right some noise. But um, I don't know what 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 other thoughts do you have about those? Um. I I think it's I think it's like total BS and I think by the end of the season we could see every single one of them outside of LeBron James change cuz I I think that BI might shoot up several points by the end of the season if we're being honest. Um I think Kuzma is underrated especially if we're looking at this from a purely offensive perspective. Yeah. And uh, I want to talk about Kuzma versus Tatum. We can talk about that in our next little topic. Uh but I believe Tatum was like at 84 or 86. Or yeah, like he that. was like he was like mid 80s. So uh, I don't know. I don't see I don't see that big of a difference, at least offensively, between the two of their games. Especially playing alongside LeBron James, I think that Kuzma just it, as much, if not more, than Ingram. It's the playoff minutes that he got. Yeah. it's it's yeah, the stare down over LeBron. Like it's right. That's right. That's what this is. Absolutely. The other one that doesn't make sense to me is is Lonzo and Rondo being mm-hmm. the same. All right. Because I think, like, if we're talking about playoff Rondo versus Lonzo, playoff Rondo is much better. Mm-hmm. If we're talking mm-hmm. about, like, regular season Rondo, I think that today Lonzo is, is better. Definitely. Especially and if you consider defense and shooting. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's a little odd to me. I, I would not be surprised to see the relationship between them spread if, the, if these rankings were redone later in the season. I agree. Um, something just a aside. Uh, this is something that kind of worried me um, about what we're about to get ourselves into. So, as as you know, and as everybody knows, the Lakers had a really tough time with free throw percentage. Yeah, and uh, point guards shoot a lot of free throws just by virtue of being point guards, the guys with the ball. Rondo, I didn't realize it was this low last season. Shot. 54 percent yeah from the line. it's 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 really bad 54 man and like you know lonzo obviously 45 percent yeah i mean so, this is another reason why Svi could get minutes <laughs> right yeah it's true it's true like it might be too much of a liability to have those guys out at the end of games because we we even saw last year they did hack alonzo a little bit yeah and uh i mean if you can't at least hit half of your shots they're gonna do that if you're shooting like less than 70%, they're going to do that. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, uh, is it, I mean, so much of it is mental and so much of it is just repetition. So hopefully, uh, LeBron can like get on his case. I don't know, man. It's nervous, nervous. So we want to talk about another set of rankings. Rankings. Uh, because that's what happens this time of year. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Sports Illustrated Top 100. 
and this one's pretty interesting because I think, I think like we're kind of on both ends of the spectrum here. So the, there were only three Lakers included in the top 100. And they were Lonzo Ball, who was number 100, uh, Brandon Ingram, who was number 75, and then LeBron James, who was number one. So my first question to you, Luke, is uh, just these three players. Mm-hmm. Where would you expect them to be ranked at the end of this season based on how you think it's going to play out? Um, I mean, I could see. Okay, just for some perspective, Jason Tatum's number 39. Not to harp on Jason Tatum too much, but like in ter- I, I think he's a pretty good benchmark guy for us to say. I think, we, I think Ingram has the potential to be as good as that, and I think Kuzma has the potential to be as good at that as that and I think Ingram has got the ability to potentially be better than Tatum at defense Kuzma probably slightly worse yeah so I I think that Ingram could get into the you know top 40 okay reasonably if he if he really lives up to the hype and get like really gets that like lockdown uh, mid-range game if he's getting if he's even better at like switching on defense doing these kind of things and like leading to uh turnovers and like continues those assist numbers because he's really good at passing um like we could i could totally see ingram skyrocketing um i think i think lonzo is probably going to stay towards the latter half of that because he's more of like a facilitator and i don't think that that's as like sexy to like these ranking kind of things like it's much better if you're like an above the rim dunker like like lebron you know like lebron is the prototypical guy yep would be number one in the list like this. <laughs> um, but I, I think the the biggest surprise is Kuzma should be in there. Yeah. I, like, are you kidding me? hundred percent. It, it's kind of ridiculous. Like given that we, I think we both think that last season he was better than Lonzo. Yeah. I don't quite understand how and these for, rankings uh, are being put together. Outside of the like final, what, like 30 games that maybe 20 games that Ingram played, Kuzma was probably better than Ingram. Yeah. You know, like there there was a stretch there where Ingram was absolutely playing out of his mind and then he got hurt. So we weren't able to 100% see if that was like a aberration or like an actual, I think it was he like actually progressed. But yeah, but yeah I mean, Kuzma, Kuzma is going to definitely get some eyeballs this season just, just by virtue of having so many like national games. and For sure. I think I would. OK, so so I would like to see in terms of like our full roster and players. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see by the end of the year. I think either Hart or KCP, depending on how their minutes break out. Sure. In the like 90 to 100 range. Yeah, I could see that. I would like to see Kuzma somewhere in the like 75 to 90 range. He could go higher. By I the end of the season. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, you know, they can't have too many Lakers too high. There are other good nah, players. That's true, that's true. Um, I would like to see Lonzo kind of more in the like 60 range. Somewhere around there. I think you're right. I think it'll be harder for him to move up just because of his play his style of play. I mean, if he hits a lot of threes, he yeah, hits a lot of threes, then he'll move up. Totally. I think I think you're, you're spot on with Ingram. I think he could be top 40 if he has the kind of season we're hoping he has. Mm-hmm. Here And here's my hot take, man. I kind of hope LeBron is not number one at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if at the end of the season we say, okay, if the Lakers had a successful season, yeah. And the narrative is that LeBron is no longer the best player in the NBA. I think mm-hmm. that is a really, really good thing for the team. Totally. Because I think that means that we let him take some of the weight. Off, like, we let him take the yoke off and spread mm-hmm. the weight amongst the team. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see him at the end of the year not be number one for those reasons. Okay. For those reasons. 
Let me ask you this then. If that were the case, does LeBron win MVP? Uh, I think that if... Man, I don't he, know. Because he's my he's my preseason favorite right now. Like, yeah. if, if the Lakers if the Lakers shoot up twenty wins, and Le- LeBron is like added to the team, like he, like say that he isn't carrying all the weight like he did with the Cavs team last year, is he the MVP? Um, I think so. Sick. Because these the people don't actually watch basketball games. So if the Lakers right, right. if the Lakers, yeah, increase their win total by twenty. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, just by adding LeBron, then he'll then right. he'll then he'll get it. And also, uh, he could like he wouldn't actually do this, but like people could attribute the credit for players just offseason growth to like LeBron. Yes, yeah. Like, well, playing next to LeBron, everyone gets better. Yeah, it's like well, also they had a like like a lot of these guys were rookies last year, and now they finally have an <laughs> offseason of like working on the holes in their games. Right, right. Like uh, I think is. Ingram just turned 21, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Lonzo is not 21. Kuzma is. Kuzma Kuzma's like 22, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Ingram's only two months older than Lonzo. Okay, so um, Lonzo's probably turning 21 any day here. Man, yeah. the big baller brand party when that happens is going to oh, be gonna wild. Be it's going to be nuts. Uh, Ingram posted on Instagram, like, come to my party, DM me, <laughs> <laughs> ladies only. I can't wait for the stories about, like, LaMelo and Jello, like you know, blacking out at Lonzo's 21st birthday party. Especially if Melo doesn't end up like being an actual NBA prospect. Um, it's going to be so weird because it'll just be like Lonzo. Who's like continuing to progress, becoming a bona fide star. And then his two brothers that are just like, his is like, uh, I mean, honestly, like, hangs. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're like Jello's one thing. I think what, what LeVar has done to Melo's potential career prospects is pretty awful. Absolutely. Because Melo actually had a chance, at least that was like kind of the scouting report, was that he he potentially mm-hmm. could have made the NBA. Mm-hmm. So that's and, um, if he if he's if if yeah, if if Lavar has squandered that, that's that's pretty terrible. But maybe he goes undrafted and we pick him up and free agency. God, I kinda hope we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah. anything else on these Sports Illustrated rankings? No. All right. Sports Illustrated is dumb. Yeah. I aren't they That's like my ranking. I I thought that they like were going out of business or being bought by someone. Man, you can never go out of business if you run enough top 100 things and you <laughs> and it, like cuz what they do is they split it up into like 100 through 90. Oh, I know. Click, and click you get through 6 weeks of content out of it. Yeah, exactly. They get all the page clicks from everybody being like who's number 89? Yeah. Who's did number 87? Did you this is not basketball related, but it's publication related did you see that uh-huh. mark benioff and i apologize for not knowing his wife's name but his wife as like wealthy individuals purchased time magazine from hearst no way yeah really yeah yeah this week it was announced that the benioffs bought time magazine for like 190 million dollars amazing i don't know i mean i mean you know bezos owns the washington post i i I don't know whether I prefer like mega publisher conglomerates owning these publications or mm-hmm. wealthy billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like those are neither of those two are groups that I tend to want to put a lot of trust in. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't the poor own a magazine? <laughs> they, the, you know, I was in, uh, I was in, I think 
Colorado Springs one time, and they have a mm-hmm. uh, a newspaper totally published and written by the homeless population. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. So that like that's cool. you know they 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 get they get paid f- like for doing this because they sell it and people yeah. buy it and it was actually pretty yeah. cool. And then they bring attention to you know homeless issues in their community. That's awesome. Thought it was pretty that's sweet. Really nice. So there you go. Nice. The poor can own publications <laughs> until Mark Benioff buys like. Right, the, the homeless until tribune and globalizes out. it, yeah. right, <laughs> and puts it behind Brings a paywall. Writers, yeah, <laughs> that would be the worst. Yeah. The the homeless newspaper being put behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> One penny free trial. I think it'd be uh, funny to start a, a free site called uh-huh. behind behind the paywall. That's good. That's good. It could be like a pirate bay situation that just like reposts like Wall Street oh, Journal articles. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like that the paywall publications are listed on things like Google News Feeds and stuff like that. It's so annoying. You I click know. on it. And anyways, we've gotten way off topic. Um, but it's because basketball is close. So here's what's going on. September 25th, training camp opens uh, at the UCLA Training Center. Uh, September 28th, NBA preseason games begin. October 12th, uh, preseason ends. October 15th, rosters have to be set for NBA opening day by 5 p.m. Eastern time. October 16th is the official start of the league of the season. And October 18th, the Lakers' first game at the Portland Trail Blazers at 7.30 p.m. I can't wait. Me either. Oh, it's going to be fun. Who? What, what storylines other than the Lakers are you most excited for in this season? Are there storylines other than the Lakers? <laughs> this like, I mean... <laughs> Like Raptors, I'm like I'm I'm in, I want to see the Raptors and see if like Kawhi is gonna yeah. actually play for them. Yeah, Kawhi is gonna be interesting. Uh, like the Kawhi Demar dichotomy right. is gonna be interesting to see how those two do in their new cities. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how Boogie uh, does when he yeah. when he comes back Returns. and recovers. January I think it'll be thing. interesting to see how bad Cleveland is without yeah. LeBron. But I also think it'll be a cool opportunity to see if someone like Larry Nance can step up. Sure. Um, I'm excited to see the Sixers. Um, I think that they are worse this year, um, mm-hmm. and they've obviously had management woes, but I think it'll be, if Markel Fultz is able to come out and be the player that they hoped he could be, they could definitely be a team to watch. Um, it's going to be the farewell tour for Dwayne Wade in Miami. That's always exciting. Um, I saw him in the playoffs last year live, and that crowd mm-hmm. loves him. So I think mm-hmm. that like Miami home games will be fun this year, even if they're not good. Absolutely. Uh, Giannis continuing to evolve is a like fun thing to watch. It's probably the farewell mm-hmm. tour for Dirk as well. Right. So yeah, I you know I think there's will will Oklahoma City actually be good? Will Carmelo mm-hmm. be Olympic mellow or will he be Thunder mellow? I don't know. What I about mean, you? The, Ro- the, Ro- the Rockets really could slide this year. I don't think people are like every list I see puts them as the two seed again. And I do not think that's a lock whatsoever. Yeah, I think that they probably have the biggest variance of any yeah. of like the likely playoff teams. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I don't think people are talking about that. I mean, um, I, I'm sorry, I don't really pronounce this guy's name very much, but Bzdilik. Uh, Bzdilik? I don't know. I don't. I. I, I was. I've only read it. Um, so the associate head coach of the Rockets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he was the like ar- architect. This, Woj just reported um, of the, the, the team's defense. Um, he's retired. So he's out. Reese is out. 
I don't know if being the architect of the Rockets defense is like a thing I want to hang on my resume. <laughs> but this la- this last year, I like know, that, I know, they was, actually, I know, I know. That was what was so surprising about them is like, yeah, sure, they can score 130, but will the other team score 150? Yeah, um, no. And that I think that they're right back to that. And also, like you've you've got Chris Paul, who who knows how many games he's going to actually be able to make it through the season. Um, and then I don't know, Carmelo's in there. It could really be a time bomb. They yeah. might cut him though. They could cut Carmelo, right? If it if it's not working out. Uh, yeah, yeah, they could. So. I mean, I think it's it's also like the the D'Antoni Carmelo arrangement is going to be interesting. I know. Because D'Antoni can really like, he can really burn bridges with players. We saw that firsthand. Like, he can really he he does not care about pissing people off. No, or or tearing people's Achilles. Uh, (laughs) I hate him. Yeah. Um, So is that your is that yours? You want to see what happens with the Thunder? Uh, uh, Rockets as well as the Thunder. I want to see what happens with the Thunder. I'm a little less excited to watch the Thunder, to be completely honest. Um, I, I like the more that I've been kind of like thinking about the whole Paul, Paul George situation, the more I kind of attribute it, at least mentally, to his injury. Mm. Um, I think that because of his injury, I think he's more comfortable being the number two guy, being able to camp more on the perimeter. Want some assurance. Um, exactly. Yeah. And a little longer term deal, more money. I think that kind of changes mentality. And at the same time, I don't really want people that have that mentality uh, on the Lakers. Um, also, uh, um, Westbrook is coming off of an injury as well. So yeah. we'll see if he's got exactly the same explosiveness as last season. Hopefully he does. I yeah. love watching him play. But I, I really hope that the Celtics with Gordon Haywood are yeah. awesome. I think they will be. Because people we need, have, because we need them to meet us in the finals in two exactly. years. Exactly. <laughs> people have forgotten how good he was, Gordon. Oh, totally forgotten. Totally I wonder forgotten. Where, I wonder where he was on the Sports Illustrated... Top 100. Oh, that's a good question. Probably like number five. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to search through these lists. I know it's because well because they break it up by tens. Because so you can't just, just you can't just man. control F Gordon Hayward. You do it ten times. <laughs> <clears throat> well, for another pod. No wonder Sports Illustrated is struggling. <laughs> I mean. Absolutely, they should. I mean, it's also weird because uh, so he's ranked twenty fifth. Okay. I mean, I, I think he's a top twenty five player. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. Hey, where's Kevin Love? I have a I have a beef with my friend Michael Bram at work about whether or not Kevin Love is a top fifteen player or not. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on the side of no. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the hard no. Where, the top fifteen. Where is he? Like, where is he? On the, he's number thirty-one. Oh, okay, I gotta send that to him. I guess because I was willing to concede that, like, that on the high end, he's maybe fifteen. If you're like, if you were to say that he's better than players like Draymond or Jimmy Butler or uh, uh, Damian Lillard um, or Demar Derozan or Kyle Lowry. Man, uh, all of those are hard. All of those or, would be hard for me to say that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, than. if you want to say that he's better than those guys, then okay, I guess maybe he's 15. But he was like, no, you cannot name 14 better players. So I'm gonna send him this and be like, well, Sports Illustrated just named 30 better players than him. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Brame, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. 
And it's also going to be interesting, too, this next season to see what his efficiency will be now that he's going to get more touches. Because if he keeps up the same level of efficiency that he did when he was playing with LeBron, he would be very uh, interesting. Like like I'm reading on this article, it says that he averaged 1.11 possession uh, points per possession. Um, so, that, I mean, that's insane. That was higher than uh, James Harden. But, I mean, that makes sense because James Harden's not particularly efficient. But I mean, I think if he can go back to the type of role he was in in Minnesota, he could oh, yeah. He could, he could, could be back into that echelon of player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he'll have more space now. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not super bullish on that, though. Uh, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, does that do it for think- our off-season pod i think that does it i'm hoping that the next time we do one of these uh i mean i don't know if we want to wait another month but we'll either be like very close to basketball or basketball will have just happened Uh, then it would give us something to actually talk about it'd be nice (laughs) (laughs) i want to thank all of our followers for joining us uh through this uh barren desert of the off-season um i thought there was some fun stuff to talk about though it's always fun to like consider like where this team will grow to maybe next pod we can talk we can break down kind of our anticipation for minutes distribution sure this team is really fascinating because it's so deep i mean like guys like lance stevenson if he gets 15 minutes a game like that's really eating into the young core's time yeah just based on the way things are distributed and and i think lebron has to play geez at least 15 minutes a game maybe 10 minutes a game at center in order to free up enough time for kuzma so there is some interesting little kind of uh, questions that we can kind of break down maybe on the next pod uh, to give us something to talk about. Um, yeah, maybe maybe after the mailbag pod. Yeah, right. We have next next time we're gonna have a mailbag. <laughs> pod, <so. laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of considering just stealing other uh, mailbag pods questions like the ones that like didn't get brought up on the air for like, the Lakers <laughs> Nation pod. They're like shout out to Ad Lonzo Ball forever. That would be funny. We should do that. Okay, I'm in. So the next next, next pod, uh, next pod will be our mailbag pod, mailbag pod. from other uh, podcast <laughs> question banks. Uh, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many others. And uh, check us out on social media. You can find our links at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Peace. Sign with Clutch. <laughs> yeah, sign with Clutch. Come to us, AD. <laughs>